genre. Welcome back to the Cornetto Minute, the daily podcast where we crawl our way to the bitter end of the world's end one minute at a time. I'm Scott Corelli. I'm Nick Jimenez. Today we're preparing to annihilate Minute 93, which begins with Gary telling the network that they're in trouble now and ends with the network describing what happens to the empties. <laughs> he told him not to ask that. <laughs> I told you not to ask that. <laughs> uh, oh, uh, it's not quite as joyful as Stephen's. Uh, returned, but with Basil popping up, and they're all just so happy to see him, is a pretty sweet moment. Yeah, yeah, it is. Basil! <laughs> it is pretty great. It's, I think they're relieved that he's human. Maybe. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think, and I think, I think, I think, uh, Steven is genuinely like happy to see Basil yeah. just because I think he likes Basil. Mm-hmm. But I think the other two are just like, hey, <laughs> cool. the crazy guy is still human. That's, that's something. And it, uh, and it, and it, it's so interesting to see the, the, so the you know the 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 musketeers ask the the question of like well how many humans did you have to replace right because they keep posturing as like well we give you a choice to comply right or not and they're like well like who even made the who survived the cut and it's like these two weasels right that are just not the best of Newton Haven yeah two two weasels and uh and a An conspiracy theorist <laughs> yeah <laughs> who who did it through hiding. And like living a life in in cow in like cowering in fear, yeah, yeah, and hiding, right. Um, and that was the only way that they survived. Yeah. Uh, it's also interesting too. I find it. I do find it very interesting that no women survived. Right. Wow. Not a single one. Yeah. Um, which I, I find very strange, and I find a strange choice creatively. Like, like imagine if that had been instead of the instead of the blonde guy. Brown hair guy, I don't know. The so you oh, got oh, I hadn't thought of that. Yeah, so that guy, yeah. keep that guy. The other guy, the other weasel, mm-hmm. replace him with uh, Jessica Jessica Hines Nay Stevens, <laughs> and have them be like a married couple that somehow survived. Oh yeah, boom. I I think that would have been better. Yeah. Um. I I just more interesting, I guess. Yeah. It really kind of like okay, like I guess that family made the decision to like okay, we're gonna play ball because we're gonna survive. Right. As opposed to, well, why did these two individual people? Yeah. You know. And why is it all guys? Like, yeah. why, why, why is it only, <laughs> it's, there's six humans in this town and they're all men um, until Sam comes back after getting lost on the ring road. <laughs> Briefly. Briefly, yeah. yeah. Until she comes, until she returns, there is only six human males in this town left. Jeez. Yeah. Um, seems weird. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, like a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, so we have uh uh one little one little addendum to oh, yesterday's episode. Yeah, yeah. Um that uh I forgot to mention cuz we got we got hung up on all of our philosophizing that we were doing. Sure. Um but uh there's a bit in uh, yesterday's minute toward the toward the top of the minute where um Andy says uh you know Gary's a, a bit of a cock but he's my cock and Gary says thanks mate and then the light says he's a detriment to himself just as Earth is a detriment to the galaxy. In between those lines in the script, after Gary says, thanks, mate, 
Andy says, now I'm not going to lie and say this man is some sort of shining example. Far from it. And I'm not saying that it's wrong to ask for help. It's not. But help must be asked for. Otherwise, it's just control. Which is, you know, I, I, I can, I, 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 again, I can see why that cut was made for flow. But it, yeah, it really, and, and it's kind of, it puts a really big, bold it, period. Yeah. It puts a very fine point fine on point. the argument, yeah. argument that they're making. Yeah. Um, I don't think too fine a point. No. But maybe in the moment, because of the because maybe it disrupts the flow. It felt like too fine a point. Yeah, in the moment. Yeah, I mean that's so often when you're going going back through dialogue and you're like, well, I have to make sure everything that's being said is motivated by something, right? And not just said to be said, right? And and maybe that didn't make <laughs> didn't make the cut. But yeah, it's a great line, and it also it, it really succinctly puts uh, a point on what we've been talking about this week on the podcast in terms of uh, you know the difference between an intervention and. Um, wanting Aid. to change, yeah, yeah, yeah. and and being uh, the difference between an intervention and being a support system. Yes, right. Yeah. Intervention is is basically an ultimatum disguised as a support system. Mm-hmm. Um, a true support system is built out of empathy, not out of frustration mm-hmm. and and anger. And that's all an intervention is: is just you telling this person how they've hurt you. How their how their alcoholism or their drug addiction has hurt you, rather than has how it's hurt you. It ends up being about everyone who's intervening on the person's life, rather than the person who is supposedly they're trying to help. Right, right, and that kind of makes me think of, you know, we've had all of these uh, big businesses, a lot of them entertainment, you know, be they like you know publications or channels or shows, right, that are making like bold announcements like we're going to push forward with diversity. Yeah, we will now hire people who aren't white, and and, and, <laughs> and they say it just like that. Yeah, and, and then lightning strikes, <laughs> boom, and, <laughs> and you know, and you you often hear people of color say like, well, can we? Why frustration that it wasn't there before, right? How do we change the system to where we don't need intervention? Right. To come in and solve a crisis. Right. How do we just create a healthy system to where people of different uh, backgrounds, ethnic, cultural backgrounds, and also financial backgrounds, mm-hmm. to where we can have different voices and people in the room? Why mm-hmm. instead of like coming in and like, oh, oh my God, what's happened? This is a disaster. And and all that comes down to is uh, a different form of empathy, which mm-hmm. is uh, not empathy literally, but in um. Uh, what is what is the word that I'm looking for? Where you uh, uh, relate to something, right? Yes, yeah. It's 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 relating to something that mm-hmm. um, you are not familiar with, yes. right? And that's why the whole problem. I mean, yes, there's like things like racism and whatnot, but the the idea of systemic racism in you know Hollywood mm-hmm. or in you know a film business. and TV show business, yes. right? Entertainment is that it comes down to. Why do people in power help people like good people? And I'm just talking about good people, sure, sure, sure. people who who aren't like fucking you know Harvey Weinstein, right? right have like, but oh, but oh, the, the the systemic racism that we're all guilty of in our lives, right, right, right. And what it really comes down to, I think, mm-hmm. is like why do people in power help people who are not in power because they see themselves in that person, yeah, right. Brad Bird has said this multiple times. It's the reason why Colin Trevorrow right. has a career. When there are a lot of people who are like, that guy shouldn't have one. He's not that good. He's mm-hmm. not good enough 
to be worth billions of dollars mm. because he made a okay Jurassic Park sequel, mm. um, or in some people's opinion, a really really bad sure. Jurassic Park yeah. sequel. Yeah. But but regardless, a lot of people agree that like he's fine, but he's not good enough to warrant right? yeah, the, the, to, to warrant uh, this much power, this much opportunity, this much opportunity. Yeah. yeah. But what it came down to is Brad Bird saw mm. something in him that he recognized mm-hmm. and brought that to Steven Spielberg yeah. who saw something in Brad Bird that he recognized. Right, yeah. And so it just, it's this generational like, Oh, I recognize that mm-hmm. in that person. And you know, when you're looking at, even when you're looking at scripts, like one of the arguments that you'll hear a lot is like a script contest and all the winners are white. Right. And the, one of the arguments that, that they'll make is like, well, it was a blind submission thing. Right, we didn't see anyone's names. Mm-hmm, we mm-hmm. just read the script. Yeah, there's, and it's like, well, that's still not blind because the scripts that you're going to relate to the most, yeah. that you're going to respond to the most, are the ones that speak to you personally yeah. as a white person. Yeah. Oh, this writer, this, this writer got dumped, and he goes to work at an amusement park. Totally. Yeah, that's my life. I yeah. Like this. Whereas, whereas, uh, oh, this this uh, this comedy about uh, living in South Central LA yeah. with like is this too urban? Yeah. Is this is I don't I don't really get this. Yeah. Even though and it has like, like universal themes that anyone could watch and relate to and laugh with. Right. This, but yeah. but they don't get it. Yeah. And so they dismiss it as not as good as the white person script that they understand. Yeah. And and that is part of the systemic racism. It's like, why isn't there... When, when you're talking about people in charge, mm-hmm. right? Not the... I mean, yeah, the trickle-down part will sure, come. Sure, yeah. But like... The people the, who make the decisions in the room. Right. Need to not all be white. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, and that, and that's how... That's that's like part of like how you fix that problem. Yeah. Um, anyway... Going back to like what we were, what we were, what you were talking yeah, about before, before yeah. we got into all of that. No, no, yeah, and that goes all the way back to empathy, which right. is kind of our, our big theme for the week. Is like I, I for some reason, you know, and I think the network sees none of itself in humanity, right? And therefore, they are utterly unable to relate to it or communicate with it, right? Like the the network has like no clue on how why Gary is acting the way that he is, right? He's like, what is wrong with you people? We're trying to help you, and they're like, fuck off! You just want to control us. And they're just not, yeah. The, the network just isn't listening, right? It's it's and, and it is interesting because it's depicted as if they're the ones not listening. Mm-hmm. That that Gary and Andy and Stephen are the ones not listening. Yeah, that they're being belligerent, boorish, and drunk. boorish, and yeah, just not refusing to listen to the network's point. Yeah, but what's crazy about that is like. They have been listening. They've listened to everything they've said, and they're responding to it. It's the network who isn't hearing them yeah. because they think they know better. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we and we 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 we've seen that so much this year. Yeah, where the the populace, the 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 people, are like screaming at the top of their lungs at the powers that be, mm-hmm. the institutions of like this isn't working for us. Right, we can't stay alive like this. Right, and and the powers that be are being like, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, save your money. Say stop it. You're being yeah. selfish. You're being lazy. Yeah. Yeah, you don't know what you're talking about. Yeah. You 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 aren't in the system like we are. You don't know what you're talking you about. You don't know how it really works. Well, and another perfect example of this, right, is mm. the unemployment thing. Right. Okay? So so the Republicans, their mm. big argument to like take away the $600 bonus is mm. that um sorry to get if this if people are is seeing this as political, I apologize, but it's part of kind of what we're talking it's about here. We're trying to we're trying to come at it from a human point of view, right? You right. You know, and like just basic needs, right? Right. right. So 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 the six hundred dollar bonus, yeah. right? Their argument is 
people are getting paid more than they were working. Mm-hmm. So it's going to deter them from going back to work. The problem with that argument is that it's fundamentally flawed in that the people making that argument have no idea how unemployment works because they've never been on unemployment. Yeah. The way unemployment works is it can't deter you from going back to work because if your place of business, if your job opens back up and you can work and you choose not to, you lose your unemployment. Yeah. So their 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 big argument against it is fundamentally not it, it, it's, it's not actually a problem. Yeah, the system itself stops that from happening. Right. If you knew how unemployment worked, mm-hmm. you would know That's that that isn't actually an issue. Yeah, but you, yeah, and you don't because you don't. You've never because you were born from a, in a completely different reality than the people that you're governing. Right. You've never had to deal with these issues. Right. You've never been on unemployment. Right. You don't know why people go on unemployment. You think it, people do it out of laziness. Right. Which of, you literally can't. Yeah. There are so many systems in place to stop that from happening. Yeah, so many systems. And and yeah, and 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 so so the 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 network, the powers that be, characterize the unwashed masses as lazy, and boorish, and wild, right, and out of control, and, and in need of oppression, right. When really they just are in need of someone listening and understanding them, understanding their plight, understanding yeah. what they're going, what 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 they're going through on the ground. Yeah. Right, because mm-hmm. the network is up in the sky. They're control of th- planets upon planets, and 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 millions of of years of evolution. Yeah, in yeah. the future compared mm-hmm. to where Earth is. Yeah, right. And so they're just they don't. And and you know you can you can evolu- like drawing a line between evolution and wealth is un- an unfortunate line to draw. Mm-hmm. But true, it, true, but true. it's similar. Yeah. It's similar in terms of like. The the removal of yeah. of empathy as a result, yeah. like where you're just like, I don't understand these poor people, mm-hmm. you know. But well, how much we've allowed money to control our quality of life, right? Right. You know. Right. Uh, from everywhere, from like the food, the healthy food you have access to, the healthy water you have access to, right. the education you have access to, right? Um, and it, and it goes back to like you know again, Andy understanding like, oh crap, I wasn't I wasn't really understanding Gary's pain. Right. I didn't know what Gary was dealing with, quote, on the ground. Right. Day to day. Right. I just thought he was a selfish fuck up. Right. But he's not. It's all it's all connected to this to the theme, right? Yeah. It's like for at every level. That's why this movie is a goddamn masterpiece. Yeah, because like zero <laughs> percent of course Edgar Wright was wasn't thinking about you know the pandemic in twenty thirteen, right. but he's speaking to these big universal ideas. Right. Of of freedom and control and choice. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. It's kind of amazing, really, how well it lines up with what we're dealing with right now mm-hmm. uh, when it really has nothing to do with it and was made seven years prior. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's kind of crazy. It really it really is kind of crazy. Um, you know who had it right were the uh, – the, the, Edgar Wright. You know what? <laughs> Edgar Wright. Uh, <laughs> the Aliens from 2001 A Space Odyssey. Should we make that shirt? You know who had it right? Edgar, Edgar Wright. Wright. <laughs> <laughs> He's just pointing at the shirt. Because they uh, – so the, the 2001 Aliens, they just dropped obelisks for us to find. Right. Almost kind of like Odin and Mjolnir. If you be so worthy, sure, you will solve this monolith and be able to use it sure. to make stuff. Uh-huh. And it's such an interesting – Kind of like the opposite of it's kind of a the opposite of the network. The network they come to you, but whoever the star people were in two thousand one were like you find us, right? 
figure out how to use this, and when you when you do, you're worthy of us. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because by then you will have evolved and solved your own shit and figured yourselves out. Right to reach us. Right, and you will have you will be ready to meet us and talk to us. On a lighter note, <laughs> sure, uh, we get our final band name in this minute. <laughs> yeah, uh, old nutball and the shifty, the shifty twins. twins. Which is really good. Yeah, it's maybe the best one. Uh, I, I still think I think I, I still think I like Gary King and the Enablers the most. Sure, it's the most memorable. Yeah, but but old old nutball and the shifty <laughs> twins is pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> that was old nutball and the shifty twins. We're old nutball and the shifty, shifty twins. twins. One, two, three, four. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, what's the, what's the third one? Gary King and the Enablers. Old. Oh, it's it's, it's for sure in the in the the booth that they're all in because I don't pull a Gary Gary. Yeah, um, no, no, no. That was that one. That was the na- that was Gary, Gary King, King and, and the Enablers. enablers. We're, we're your we're fucking enablers. enablers, Gary King and the Enablers. That's a good band don't name. You should write Gary, that Gary. down. It's, don't be a Gary. Gary. It's, all, it's all coming back to me. Yeah. So, so what was the first one? I don't remember. Oh man. Yeah. Uh, so we also get a really fun moment because they're like, okay, well, what happens to the people who don't toe the line? Who don't who don't like bow down to your will? What do they do? And they get, what do you like, do with the empties? What do you do with the empties? And they get grounded up into mulch and yeah. fed back to the earth. And Simon Pegg's reaction to that is amazing. He, he just like like <laughs> <laughs> it really. It's almost like you know we, we've been talking about how he hasn't really had time or chosen not to process the deaths of Oman and all uh, and and Peter. And it's like he he's doing that all at once. Oh, uh, the other band name was uh, Bermuda Rhombus and the Aqua Nazis. Oh, great! Yeah. Um, but uh, anyway, yeah, uh, that's pretty good too. Yeah, so mulched. Yeah, that's what happens to the to. That's what happened to poor Peter. Yeah, uh, out there after we saw the life leave his body. It's what happened to Pierce Brosnan. It's what happened to the Reverend Green. It's what happened to. Every person in Newton Haven. Yeah. Except for old nutball and the shifty. Yeah, teams. see that's that's kind of fucked up too, is the fact that like there were we have met we have only met we've met four humans mm-hmm. over the course of the four four human Newton Haven I, citizens. Yeah. Right? Um and all of them were men. Even even the even you know, even the, the Reverend Green, yeah, uh who was turned into a blank, a blank um was yeah. was still another dude. So it's just so weird that any, like yeah, any one of those characters could have been Jessica Hines, Nate Stevenson. God damn it! Come on, guys. What the hell, Edgar and Simon. Come on, man. It gets a little weird when you it's, when you when you do the numbers. I know it really does. And you you look at all the opportunity, and it's like, why do those have to all be men? All of them. It's why? Like, it's like when you find out that there's like not even a woman referenced in the Hobbit. Yeah. Oh man, that's that's crazy. Um, yeah. God, uh, yeah. Anyway, Gla- Gladrielle isn't referenced in the Hobbit. No, I don't think I don't think she had been invented yet. Wow, that's crazy. Um, anyway, <laughs> it's my favorite book. I'm just saying it's weird. Redundant vessels. <laughs> yeah, geez. Wow, that's like a Nine Inch Nails album. Yeah, or a Tool album. A Tool album. There you go. But yeah, it's uh, not a not a warm and fuzzy thing to call dead people. Mm-hmm. People that didn't toe the line. Redundant vessels. Because it implies that the blanks are necessary 
and dead human bodies are unnecessary. They're redundant. Right. Un- unneeded. Right. Oh, man. Crazy. Um, all right. Well, guys, go check out the other podcast at DuelingGenre.com. Yeah. We got, we got lots over there. Uh, Lord of the Rings Minute is yep. on the final leg of their journey. Yep. However long that's going to be. Sure. Uh, Where are they at in the movie? I think they said something like they've still got like 40 minutes left or something. So like, I, so I like Pelinor Fields last, is happening. I think last week um, the I Am No Man moment happened. Wow. So that's how much more they have left. Good. Okay, so Pelinor Fields is wrapping up. Yeah. There are, and then after that comes the whatever. What, is, what whatever. is that? Another hour? Man. Yeah. Something like that. Because then they go to the wall. Because then they go to Orthanc. Yeah. I don't know. I I say yeah, like I know what you're saying. Wait, but no, like, Barador. <laughs> These are all nonsense words. No, because the, the two towers were Orthanc and Barador, but one of them was Sauron's and one of them was Sauron's. I just can't remember which one was which. Okay, well, um, anyway, and then that big dude, the the Witch King with the big crazy mouth. Yeah, the mouth of Sauron. The mouth of Sauron. Yeah. Hey everybody, it's me, Captain I, Big that, Mouth. That design rules. Yeah. It's a bummer that's not in the theatrical version. It's a bummer. It's like the number two bummer, and then like Saruman's death getting cut is like the number one bummer. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, that's what Christopher Lee said. That, the, that was a number one bummer. <laughs> uh, so Lord of the Rings minute. Uh, if you're not listening to that, uh, maybe check that out. If you like Lord of the Rings, uh, I can confirm it's a good show, even if I don't. I don't have as strong of a feeling about Lord of the Rings, but you've been on it multiple I've been, times. I've been on once each season, um, and I listened to it for a good long while until it started getting to stuff where they were like, "There a whole episode passed," and I was like, "I have no idea what they just talked about," uh, sure. and I was like, "Okay, I just i i love I love these guys, and I yeah. uh, this show is good, but like I don't know what they're talking about. Yeah. I need to go." And if you had a full menu, yeah. Um, but uh, we have uh, the uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles minute. Have yep. been doing their role playing campaign, right? Uh, they're doing that. Check that out. Ta- check out our um, our comic book podcast, Tales from the Short Box. Yeah, how's that going? Uh, I don't know. Uh, they seem to be they seem to be doing some interesting stuff. They just posted an interview with a comic creator the other day. Oh, that's cool. So that's cool. Immunities, um, immunities, of course. I mean, we don't even need to plug that. That's doing fine with it, with or without us. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> uh, uh, but uh, yeah, lots of uh, lots of good stuff. Check out Theme Park. This my yeah. my podcast about. Uh, Especially uh, creating theme parks yeah, that don't exist. You, Brian Green, and Kyle Crane. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would I would personally recommend the Epic Universe episode mm-hmm. because now that is the only place Epic Universe will ever exist. Yeah, it was us talking about all of our theories for a park that will now never ever happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Universal's Epic Universe, which was announced a year ago, and then this week announced that uh, it's not happening. Right. So. Um, because so check that out. Asterisk gestures towards everything. Right. Asterisk. Yes, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Uh, so anyway, check out all of our, our shows. Just check out the website and, and see if there's other podcasts that you want to check out, especially yeah. since we're, we're nearing the end of this. Um, and as we get closer, Nick and I are going to discuss what we're doing next. Um, after this, the but next uh, adventure, yeah. But we 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 are not do, we're not announcing that until probably the last episode of this. So uh, unless you're a Patreon subscriber, in which case you might already know what we're planning on doing. Ooh. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, go check out the podcast at DuelingGenre.com, and uh, we will be back tomorrow with minute ninety four. But for now, let's boo boo. Bye. 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 bye.